Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Knits at Night. I'm your host, Nitzel, and we're we're going to get into it today. First, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much to everyone who left me a nice comment, who listened to the first episode, who reached out and gave me great feedback. It means so much to me, and I appreciate all of the support that you are all giving me. That so many of you enjoyed the first episode warms my heart, and it helps me because I won't be as hard on myself because obviously I'm going to think that, oh, I could have done this, I could have done this, I could have done this so much better. But, you know, knowing that all of you enjoyed it the way it was is amazing. So thank you again. Okay, enough with that. Let's get into it. The first episode, of course, was like an intro. So uh, you get to know about me and whatnot and we kind of got into it on little little topics here and there but not much not as deep as we're gonna go in today at least so first if you haven't already noticed uh the quality might sound a little bit better and that is because i got a new microphone and we have a whole setup going on and it's just, it's really good. So I hope this helps the quality of my episodes more and you can hear it better and whatnot. If something happens where like I'm loud or like you can hear something like on the mic, I'm sorry. I'm still getting used to it and I'm still learning. So I apologize in advance if throughout this episode you'll hear something like me playing with the wire or something but yeah just a little heads up today's episode we're gonna get into something that i have currently been dealing with and struggling with and that is adulting um i'm at this awkward stage in life like the 18, 19, 20. Like, that's where I'm at. And it's like, okay, I, I'm i considered a, an adult to a certain extent in the state of California. And then I'm not in other cases and situations. Um, I don't know what it is, but I've just kind of been thinking a little too deep about everything. And last month, the month of April, I was kind of down bad. I mentioned in the last episode how I was procrastinating about sitting down and just finally recording the first episode. And I was procrastinating about everything and rethinking everything I was doing. Now, In the beginning of April, I went to Florida to visit one of my best friends. I was there for like a week and a couple of days. When I came back, I was very out of routine. 
And before I had left, I had this really consistent routine that I had been doing for like two or three months. And when I came back, for some reason, I don't know if I was still in vacation mode or what, but I was just so unmotivated and I didn't want to do anything. I literally was like rethinking. I was like, I'm going to drop out of college. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do school anymore. Like all these assignments are piling up. I, I can't. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to look for a job. And I'm looking for a job. No one wants to hire me. I'm applying everywhere. I haven't gotten a call back, you know. And, like, I was just starting to doubt myself. And I would compare my life and I would compare it to other people and just feel like I was less successful than them because I'm not doing what they're doing at my age and I was it was really discouraging so eventually I got out of that little little rut that I dug myself into after crying so many times and I sat down I did my homework I, you know, got it done, turned it in, remembered that I actually kind of like school and I like to learn. So why am I going to stop? Um, yeah, fast forward now, I enrolled in my classes for fall semester 2021 and I got hired. I have a job now. You know, things turn around sometimes. You know, not all the time. And it may take a while, but things do turn around. And you should never, when you're feeling unmotivated and, you know, just not feeling like you need to do anything, that's a sign of your body just wanting to relax probably. Your your mind is just telling you, that you need to take a couple days off, a couple weeks off, months, however long you need. You need to relax, you know? I thought about it and I was like, oh my God, I have been in this constant routine every single day, like on top of everything. And I thought it was good and, and it is good. It, it is really good to have a routine and be on top of everything. But sometimes you can get burnt out. And I think that's what this was and that's what I was experiencing. I was just burnt out. I used up all my juice and all my energy and I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Instead of taking breaks here and there and, you know, really just like letting myself relax for a couple days in between, maybe I wouldn't have crashed and let it last as long as it did. So that's kind of, that's what I was dealing with last month in April. This month is going to be different. Um, We're definitely going to be on top of everything still while also making sure to take time to breathe and relax and let your mind and body rest a couple days. It's good to rest. One thing that I've definitely 
learned and I've noticed since I've been out of high school and I'm getting older, I, you know, you have to maintain your relationships with people and your friendships with a lot of effort and you don't have that thing that you can rely on, like going to school every day. Like you see these people every day. You can be like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you then, you know? You don't have that to fall on anymore. So you really have to put in effort and try and, you know, make plans when both of your schedules are open. And a lot of times they're not. And that's because, you know, They have a life, they have work, they have family things, like everyone has their own lives to attend to and realizing that I have put in that much more effort into all of my friendships, I'd like to think. Um, You know, I have a small group of friends now and I wouldn't trade them for the world. They are people that I admire And I love them so much. We all push each other to, like, you know, be the best version of ourselves. And that's all I want in a group of friends. I'm just really grateful that I found people like them that, you know, want to see me go far. And I feel the same way for them, you know. If you don't have those people around you that make you feel like that, then you need to find them. Because I'm telling you, it is so nice to know even on your worst days, they will still be there to push you. Like, it's just the best feeling, you know? And I think... I was alone for a long period of time because I was surrounding myself with people that didn't care about me and that were toxic friendships, you know? So being around that for so long and seeing that version of myself and, like, start to form, I realized I didn't want to be that person And I cut them off, stopped talking to them, started distancing distancing myself, and it was all for the better. Friendships are really hard to maintain, but if you want to keep those people around, then you will do it for them and for yourself. The past year, I have let go of a lot of friendships, you know, and some happened naturally. We just stopped talking. Others were one thing that I've noticed since, you know, being out of high school and doing my own thing is that you have to really, you know, upkeep your friendships and, like, to maintain them. Friendships, relationships, anything with people. Because they have their own lives to attend 
to, you know, and take care of, like work, family, siblings, they have their own lives and that could get busy. And, you know, you don't have that thing to fall back on. Like, oh, I'll see you at school because, like, you went to school every day for, like, the past four years and you didn't really have to try to do anything. You didn't have to put that much effort because, you know, you're going to see them next day. And realizing that me being out of high school and maintaining the friendships that I have now is probably the best thing that's happened to me because I've have a small group of friends that I know have my back and that, that I know care about me and I adore them and we all just push each other to be the best version of ourselves and I couldn't ask for a better group of friends to surround myself with. The past year, I've had to let go of a lot of friendships. Some happen naturally, others not so much. But if you have trouble letting go, I'm going to tell you right now, you need to start practicing and working on that tool because letting go is a very, very valuable tool that I feel like everyone needs to know how to work in ways that can benefit them. I was in this friendship where, you know, I thought we were best friends and you know, she'd call me her best friend, so I just figured we were, but as time went on, I've started to see myself, and I did not like the version that I was becoming, and you know, just like how you could have toxic relationships, you could have toxic friendships, and sometimes it's really hard to get out of toxic friendships, but if you're having the same issue, I recommend you think of it as you're not being mean to them, but you're being nice to yourself because you need to prioritize yourself and your needs. And if that means letting go of people or letting go of that specific person, then so be it. You have to do it. Letting go of people can be tough, and there's different ways to do it. I have this, like, step strategy that has always worked well for me, so I'm going to tell you guys. First, you notice it. It'll take a while for you to notice how toxic of a person they are or just you don't like yourself when you're around them it takes a while so first you notice it then you do something about it you take action distancing yourself you know stop hanging out with them whatever it is take action do something about it tell them let them know hey i'm cutting you off i'm dumping your friend whatever 
Three would be self-control because let's say they didn't fully agree with that, with you cutting them off, and they try to come back in your life. They're like, hey, I'm sorry. Let's be friends again. Self-control comes into place because you need to let go. And you need to stick to what you said you were going to do and go through with it. Which leads me to my final step and is accepting. You need to accept that they are gone and that, you know, you were fine without them. And one at one point in your life, you know, you were fine without them. And it's going to be the same thing, you know, except this time you're just letting them go. You take the lesson, you take what you've learned, and you let that person go. Because some people aren't meant to last forever in your life. They just play a small, small role in your life of this gigantic, long story. You know, they're like side characters. You're the main character, which means you call the shots. And you need to do what's best for you. I'm a firm believer of who you surround yourself with is a reflection of yourself. So when I was in that scenario of having surrounding myself with people that didn't give a fuck, then that made me not give a fuck about literally anything. And, you know, those people didn't take advice And it was given to them, like, really good advice. So I didn't take advice from anyone. I don't know why I stayed in that toxic friendship for so long. I think it was just because I was desperate for a friend. And I felt... It wasn't the good type of alone that I was feeling. So I just clung on to whatever was there and I tried to make the best of it and I kept telling myself that oh she cares about me you know like she cares like we we have a really good friendship she's really like no I was making excuses for how this person treated me how this person treated others and I was just making excuses for how this person was And who I was turning into kind of felt like I was turning into her. And I did not like that at all. Like, I didn't have a mind of my own. But, you know, thank God I was able to get out of that. And find people that, you know, actually give a fuck. (laughs) Some people that actually give a fuck and care about me and want the best for me and are successful. I've never been happier with the people that I surround myself with today. And although it is few, I am very, very appreciative of them. I know letting go can be hard. But you really just have to do it sometimes. 
And specifically, I talk about letting go of people because you could let go of the past, but what does the past have to deal with? Other people. Um, so that's why I'm like, you have to let them go. I'm like talking about like a person because usually it's it, t- nine times out of ten, it's always a person that you have to let go. Sometimes it's a situation. And, you know, that's, it can be different in different cases. Depends on the situation. And I know everyone's different. Everyone handles everything differently. But I'm here to tell you that once you let go of whatever it is that's holding you back, you are going to feel so much lighter and so much more relaxed and at ease and letting go is a form of control you know if, if you're those types of people that like to be in charge and take control of things take control of your life and discipline yourself and be like okay you know what this person really is not good for me and I, it's time to completely cut them out of my life. I know it's hard, but once you do it, once you take that first step to do it even, it'll make all the difference. And you will be so glad. Years to come, you will be so glad you left that person behind. People that don't want to see you succeed are most likely the people that are going to be holding you back in life. If you surround yourself with successful, employed, millionaires, people, then that's what you're going to become. If you surround yourself with lazy, no job, no career, no goals, no dreams, no hopes type of people, that's who you're going to become. It truly is an environment that you can build and create and have control on so I encourage you to cut those people out of your life that need to be cut off that aren't doing anything for you you know and maybe you're doing so much for them and they're not doing even the bare minimum for you all right I asked on Instagram I asked you guys how you let things go And I actually got a lot of responses. So thank you so much for engaging. It shows me that you guys are interested and, you know, you want to be involved. So thank you. Please continue that. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to go through them, read them. A lot of these are, like, really good tips. I was reading through some of them. They're really good tips. So if you're listening and you're struggling on whatever it is, Maybe one of these would be really good tips or advice for you to hear. Someone said, it takes me so long, to be honest, but just doing things I love kind of cancels it out and makes me realize this thing I care so much about doesn't really matter as much as I thought it did. Yes, so true. So, so, so true. When you're, like, really upset about something in the moment, it could be really hard to not think about it or to not, you know, have it in your mind. But once it is out of your mind and then sometimes it like trickles back in, you're like, 
bruh, I, I was tripping. I wasn't even, why was I tripping off that, you know? Someone else said, I try to think about it if it'll matter to me in the next year or years to come. No time to dwell. Yes. Yes. This is so, 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 so true. I'm definitely that person that says, is it going to matter in five years? Is it going to matter in 10 years? No. So don't let it bother you now. But again, I know it's hard to not let it bother you in the moment because maybe it just happened. It's still fresh. But if it's not going to matter in years to come, then don't. Don't trip, chocolate chip. Ew, sorry. But yes, I agree. Someone said, seek any lessons learned and the why as for everything happens for a reason in this universe. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thousand times yes. So, so, so true. I also say all the time, like, you know, everything happens for a reason. And it's a love and hate relationship that I have with that phrase because it's like in the worst cases when, you know, bad shit happens, you're like, what the fuck? Why me? Why did this happen to me? But you have to think of it as it's happening for you. You know, your ego wants to make you think like, oh, it happens to me. Everything happens to me. This and that. Everything is no, the world doesn't work in my favor, like, whatever, no, like, things happen for you, because you have something that you're going after, and this is just one of the things that you just got to overcome, you know, I love this, really good tip, another person said, knowing everything happens for a reason, and what's meant for me won't pass me by, yes, another Everything happens for a reason. Yes, and I've actually never heard this phrase. What's meant for me won't pass me by. That's really, really good. I totally agree. Someone said meditation. Okay, stop everything. I I practice meditation. I got really into it um, when I was, like, kind of doing my own thing, and I was, like, alone for, like, a couple months, that's when I really got into it, um, I go back and forth, I try to do it, like, three times a week, two to three times a week, um, I want to get back to, like, doing it once every day, but meditation, guys, hear me out, I know it's not, it's not, like, hippie shit, it's not, like, okay, yoga guru, meditation has so many benefits for you, for your brain, for your body, like literally psychologically, physically, everything and above. There is so many benefits. Why do I keep saying it like that? Benefits? There's so many benefits to meditation. And I encourage you all to just try it out one night. I like to do, uh, I like to watch the show it's called Guide to Meditation. It's from this company called Headspace. I wish this was sponsored because I literally watch this, rewatch these episodes all the time. But basically, they talk about why, like the science behind meditation, why it's good for you, why you should do it. And then each episode has something that you should like overcome or it's like trying to help you with. For example, the one I did the other day, hint, hint, where I got the idea for today's episode is, it was episode two, and it's how to let go. 
and it was a really good meditation. I totally encourage all of you to just give it a try. Really good. They also have a guide to meditation for sleep. I do that one at night and it really works. Helps me get in nice, deep sleep and like full night's rest. You know, my REM cycle got the got that going on. But I really, really, really recommend you guys try it out. Okay, another response I got was trying new things. This is true. Yes, trying new things, kind of like distracting yourself from maybe what you've recently let go of is really good. Another person said, writing them down in a journal, then burning it when I'm ready to let go. It feels very freeing. Yes, I definitely have done this before. It's like visually satisfying because you get to see what you wrote down and burning it and like seeing it like just like go to burn to ash and like it makes you like visually see you letting go. So I think that's why it helps a lot. Someone said, I just go with the flow. Not everything's meant to last a lifetime and that's okay. Yes, preach. Another person said, spending time alone. Sometimes it really sucks, but you need that one-on-one time with yourself to really think about why you're letting go and the positive things you'll gain from this loss. So, so true. I love being alone, as I've mentioned before. Love being alone. I recommend everybody just to be alone for a couple weeks. You know, like, you could talk to your friends, but, like, maybe not hang out with them so often and just... Take that one-on-one time and kind of relax, you know, be with your thoughts for a little bit. Another response was giving them time and giving myself enough space to realize I'm okay without it. These are really good. Yes. Yes. Like, 100%. Another response was distracting myself with other people slash activities. Yes. Although this is not a good coping mechanism I know it is one of the coping mechanisms that a lot of people do and I definitely do so I agree this does help with letting things go another person said acknowledging what's gone and understanding how it got to that point seems to help yes yes always remember your why and you know your reasoning behind doing it. You didn't do it for no reason. Obviously, there's a reason to it. There's a reason for everything. Someone said, forget about it like it never existed. Yes. A lot of people, there's a lot of people out there that could literally forgive and forget. And, like, it done. It doesn't bother them anymore. I, like, slur my words and kind of blend them together, so I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm going to try not to do that anymore. Okay, somebody said, I listened to Giveon with a rolling eyes emoji. That's funny. I love him. And I don't know if I say the name right, but I do listen to his songs. I like it. Another person said, I remember that the only true thing we have is our word. Everything else is temporary. Yes. Guys, these are so good. I should be taking tips from you. Another person said, got to let it take its course. Forcing to let things go can only go wrong. Yes. If you are not ready to let go of something, you know, don't. No no one's rushing you. Just keep in mind 
that when it gets to a certain point, that's your sign where you need to start letting go. If you're not ready in that moment, then don't, you know, don't force yourself to do anything you don't want to do because then you probably won't go through with it. Another person said, I don't. I take everything to heart. Gotta love it. Yes, I can definitely say I am a sensitive person and I do take things personal. Um, it's definitely a habit that I need to break. But, you know, everybody got has stuff to work on. So, don't worry about it. You'll get there and it'll all get easier. Someone asked me a question and said, what are your three top dream guests for the podcast and why this is tough this is really tough good question thank you for asking I think top three I think I would do Emma Chamberlain because she also has a podcast and I feel like she has really really good advice I know she has really good advice because I listen to her podcast she's definitely one of the influencers that inspired me to start my own so definitely Emma Chamberlain And then probably, like, an artist. So, Billie Eilish. I feel like she's really wise as well and would give good advice, too. I'd also would just love to pick her brain. Be like, why do you make such amazing music? How do you do it? I watched a documentary on Apple uh, TV. So good. Very good. Uh, The last person would probably be Bretman Rock because he is really inspiring just because he came from literally nothing and, you know, made all of his dreams come true. And I feel like it would be really nice to hear some motivational speaking come from him and he's funny as fuck so I'd just love to have him on my podcast another person said remember my worth yes 100% always remember like do these people value your friendship do these people like know your worth and like period and if they don't then remember, like, okay, well, I do, so fuck you, bye, get out of my life, cutting you off. Someone said, sit with it and talk to myself and come to a conclusion then release. Yes. Yes, definitely taking some time to just think deep about it and then let it go. I got a question that was, tips for the girlies who are newly single, a.k.a. me. Girl, first of all, let me start off by saying you do not need no man, no one, no. Second, let me say that I have not been in a relationship relationship in a minute. So... Oh, it's hard to give you fresh and new advice because I haven't experienced that in a minute. So I kind of forgot what it feels like. But I will say having been single for such a long time, know that once once you go past a certain time, you're like, oh, 
I'm fine on my own, you know? And I think just take time to know that you lived without them at one point and you can live without them again. You know, you're older, you could grow to be a better person and give yourself your full attention and time and self-love, self-love, girl. Another question I got was, talk about it, or not question, sorry. Another response I got was, talk about it until consistently until I get tired of it. Yes. You know, again, coping mechanisms. If that is one of yours and it makes you comfortable and it helps and it works, then do it. I do encourage you to, you know, look at the other ways to handle things because they are easier and you won't stress yourself out and overwhelm yourself about it. Another response was, you have to let it play its course. If it hurts, let it hurt until it doesn't anymore type beat. Yes. Really feel all of the emotions that you are feeling about this and, you know, just let it out. If you cry and you let it out, then that's a form of letting go. And the last response was, I cry and then I do my makeup. Releases the bad energy. Yes, again, cry. Cry it out. Let it out. The entire month of April, that's all I was doing was crying and letting it out. And I don't think I've cried that much, nor has it been. It's It was such a long time since the last time I cried. I couldn't even remember or begin to tell you. I think it was November, the last time I cried. And then I cried, like, a lot of times in April. So, like, that's a long time. And sometimes you need to let, out, let it out every now and then, you know? And, yes, doing something that relaxes you. Makeup, listening to music, going on a run, working out, you know, it helps release endorphins and release anxiety and stress. So I can definitely agree with that. And that leads us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening and tuning in today. Um, also, sorry if you heard my phone go off during that last little segment I forgot to turn it off silent and my phone is where I have my notes so that's why I have it open and like on but my aunt texted me if you're wondering yeah so sorry about that won't happen again but I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you learned something I hope you got some good advice and I was able to help you out a little bit I will see you here next week. Thank you again so much for listening. And yeah, that's it. Bye, besties.